Super Talk Mississippi media production. Did you know Toyota Brookhaven has sold more new vehicles the last two years than any other dealership in southwest Mississippi? Come see why. Exit 40 Brookhaven or online at toyotabrookhaven.com. Great service, great savings. At Toyota Brookhaven, we deliver. I'm Steve Azar, and I'm on the other side of the microphone, meaning I'm asking the questions this time, and oh, have mercy for the airwaves. I spent 20 years in Music City, wrote and made some hits, traveled the world, and then moved my family back to the birthplace of American music and where the magnolia trees prosper. And now every time I put my feet on Mississippi soil, when I'm off the road, well, I'm at peace. On this show, it's all about hearing the stories straight from the mouths of the friends I've made along the way. Their journey to success. Heck, there might be someone on, I don't even know, but you know how us Mississippi types are. We tend to take well to new company. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them. I'm Steve Azar. It's just like that muddy river moving slow. In a Mississippi Minute. That's right. Hey, hey, folks. I'm Steve Azar. Welcome to In a Mississippi Minute. Glad you are here, as always. Really appreciate you checking out and listening to the show. Getting all these great comments a lot. Even when I'm in the grocery store, it makes me feel good. (laughs) And as always, I'll be preaching the good word of Mississippi during the show. Just go to visitmississippi.org to find out your next getaway. All right. Today's guest and I became really great friends since we moved back home. The interesting thing is when my family and I were packing up and leaving Music City, he was being courted by Vanderbilt to leave the Delta and to continue his constant pursuit and success of treating not only cancer but COVID. Lucky for us, he stayed. Anyone who's been a patient of his or his families who've watched him work with such compassion, experience, and knowledge, when it comes to their loved ones, have had only wonderful things to say about how much they love and appreciate this man. He's a rock star in our Delta. This past year, he's been on the forefront fighting COVID, and a whole lot of success has followed. So let's get to it in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio, my buddy, and get to know the man and understand more about what we've all gone through together, which I'm excited about. Meet my pal, Dr. Maroon Hayek. Hey, Doc. Hey, Steve, and thank you for having me. It is a uh, real uh, pleasure and a very kind introduction. Thank you. you. We've been talking about this for how long? Like, for a few minutes. Yeah, a few minutes. Well, Mississippi. A few minutes. Mississippi minutes. Yeah, few, yeah we, we just can't get to it. But we're in the studio together, and I don't let anybody really in this studio but Craig Gray at Visit Mississippi. So uh, this is the second interview that I've conducted here, and uh, but I'm excited. I knew this would be the best way because I want to look you in the eye and understand what what we've all gone through better. But before we get there, I always like to go back to the wonder years, let everybody and myself to some things I don't know. I didn't even know about my own dad and my father-in-law and my brother and stuff that maybe I just never asked the question or wasn't paying attention. So it's important to dig and understand you as the young kid. And so take take me back growing up and also tell me, you know, with your family, what it was like and when did the doctor thing seep in? Was it something you always wanted it? Well, uh, I grew up in uh, Beirut, Lebanon. I'm a, uh, as I say, a pure product of the Civil War. It was many difficult years that we passed there. Uh, I was fortunate to be very sheltered by my parents, mom and dad, and uh, grew up in Beirut. I always wanted to pursue medicine. 
early on. There's no special reason that comes to mind to as of why I wanted to be a doctor, but uh, I always wanted to be a doctor. It was kind of very obvious for me. I graduated from high school straight into medicine and came to the United States to do my training here, and I've been here since 1990. It's about, what, 30 years now, 31 years. Wow, wow. A lifetime. And I know growing up from my family, uh, we were around some, you know, my family came over so many years ago, right? Uh, the Lebanese Catholics invading the Mississippi Delta, you know, and uh, and I got to meet some of my ancestors as time went on because they didn't quite speak uh, as Southern as me, you know, uh, especially my mom and dad. Baby, darling, there's no R's. That's just y'all drink plenty of Gatorade. So it was so funny, you know, and my my group of folks that I grew up with talked a little faster, I think, and because uh, we were in a little bit more of a hurry. But for you, how'd you end up here? Uh, it, it's uh it was a very fortunate uh, set of events, actually. So when I came here and I um, started my training, I did my fellowship in both hematology and oncology in New York at Columbia University. When I graduated, and it was now, it's in 96, mm-hmm. I was, as a foreign physician, on a very restricted visa that required to come to a rural area to stay in the United States if I choose to do so. The program has waxed and waned in terms of success. The idea behind the program is to get physicians to relocate to rural areas, hoping that they will like it and stay. And I am one of the ones where it worked. So yeah. my wife and I came here, and we've been very happy. And you made you were in uh, Louisiana before Mississippi for yes. a brief stint? For, um, for about five years. I was very fortunate. I was recruited by a... Uh, Outstanding hospital administrator. We became very good friends and stayed very good friends. And uh, he influenced a lot my choice in staying in the Delta, actually. Okay, and Nadine, who's a pharmacist as well, that's your bride. Uh, she's uh, She runs the show. When we go to dinner, she tells everybody where they're sitting and everything. We know that she's the boss. But let's talk about your two, y'all's girls, both Millsaps. One's finishing med school with both played. Well, let's talk about Rhea first. She played tennis at Millsaps first. Uh, yeah, both um, got into tennis early in high school at St. Joe, and they loved it. They both made it to the state championships in their categories and yeah. won. Yeah. Um, both went to Millsaps. Uh, Rhea continued her tennis uh, uh, passion. So is her younger sister, Sarah. Mm-hmm. They're both as passionate about it. Rhea finished Millsaps and is now in med school at UMC. Yeah. And she has one more year. So great. And Sarah will follow, apparently, is choosing to follow the same uh, path as her sister. You know, a lot of times doctors' kids become lawyers because, you know, right? That's the joke. Yeah, but they, they want to make their, par- their parents <laughs> suffer, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We're talking to Dr. Maroon Hike. Um, Sarah, just for folks out there, just going to get this out of the way, and then we're going to get to it. But Sarah is truly like a daughter of ours, and uh, your other daughter, our daughter, Cecilia. I mean, they're as close as it gets. I mean, it's uh, interesting how we've let them travel uh, the, wherever it is they go together just to be together because they're so close, and they're like sisters. So, um I know that Cecilia chose University of Arkansas after a mama, but she wanted to go to, she was in, got accepted in Tulane and she knew it was closer to Sarah. So that was definitely a tough uh, decision on our part. All right, let's go to some of the tough questions. We've been dealing with something that we never thought we'd see. It's like getting a curveball at 190 miles an hour. You know, there's no way you're going to hit it. There's all this um, 
the, the well the information it just changes you know i'm watching fauci i'm on watching it in the very beginning and i'm, I'm trying to understand and then i said no he said something different a week ago that's contradicting that and it was just it was such a moving target so you've been in the front lines and you've been dealing with this and uh, so so to better understand for me and our listeners out there help me with what you've learned understood and your experiences have led you to all this knowledge you have now well it certainly was a very long uh, path it was uh, difficult uh, it still is at times now things have settled down and we certainly have a significantly better control of the disease to where we expect most if not all patients not to pass away but at the beginning it was scary it was confusing it was chaotic and it took a lot of effort from a lot of good people to get together and work seriously about controlling the problem and um, we were very fortunate to have a very reasonable success rate here through the work we done at the hospital all of us working together um, to control um, the disease educate our family friends and citizen in the county and uh, today we are far better than when we started uh, but it's such a long and complicated story um, I'm afraid I'm gonna bore your listeners with the mm -hmm. details unless we I don't know how to break it down uh, maybe start by the beginning and kind of tell the are you asking are you taking over my radio show is that a question I just want to know yeah yeah the question is yes I think that that's the best way to start um, you know I'll, I'll basically cut you off because uh, I want to make sure that we get it all till we go to breaks and but I, I think the best way to do it is maybe give me the first two and a half minutes of the beginning and in 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 order that you feel like is best for us to all to, to better understand um, at the beginning I mean I had I kind of was thrown into it um, mainly because I was born and raised outside the United States. I had a lot of uh, uh, physician friends in Europe, so they were hit by the wave about a month to six weeks before us. And by staying in touch with them, I started seeing the devastation firsthand and kind of started getting an understanding of what was happening before the wave arrived. And then it kept on to the northeast where I trained, and so I had also a lot of friends that got into it, and uh, it is a lot of the knowledge and uh, first-hand exposure that kind of get me prepared and help us prepare at the hospital. When things started arriving, we were able to come up with a plan and um, some uh, practical way of treatment that rapidly helped us turn the tide around. Um, a lot of listener, or your listeners don't realize that, but uh, we were significantly successful from the beginning at controlling it when we talk in when we compare it to the other um, places and other areas where the mortalities were significantly higher than ours mm -hmm. and i um, i want to dig into that in a little bit but we're going to take a break i'm with dr maroon hike my buddy he's having coffee i'm having water uh, he doesn't need me on coffee right now it's been a long day already <laughs> go to visit mississippi.org because that would be a cool day for you in a long night that's in a good good way check it out so many wonderful things to do that are right here in our beautiful blessed state you're in the keep mississippi beautiful studio i'm steve azar
From the SeabrookPaint.com Weather Center, I'm Bob Sullender. For all your paint and coating needs, go to SeabrookPaint.com. Today, sunny skies, high near 78. Tonight, clear skies, low around 53. Your finally Friday, sunny skies, high near 74. Saturday, sunny skies, high near 82. And for your Sunday, a slight chance of rain, partly sunny, high near 84. This weather brought to you by No Drip Roofing and Construction. With rain coming, let us show you what the No Drip difference is all about. No Drip Roofing and Construction, online at nodripms.com. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental. We at Capital Dental want you to be confident in a bright and healthy smile that you can be proud of. We provide teeth whitening to brighten your smile. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. If your vehicle is ever damaged in a collision, please listen carefully. At Clinton Body Shop, we are OEM factory certified with more than 20 national and international manufacturers. In fact, we are Central Mississippi's only Volvo certified auto body repair shop, and we are the first BMW certified independent repair facility in the southern region. And our Richland location is Mississippi's only Subaru certified repair facility. Look, if some of the most prestigious automakers in the world certify Clinton, Clinton Body Shop, shouldn't you choose them for your repair? Clinton Body Shop in Clinton and Richland. Certified by the company that made your car to repair your car with OEM factory parts. Go to ClintonBodyShop.com. It's about your family's safety and your car's value. That's ClintonBodyShop.com. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to EatBasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. Tired of being gone from home all week? If so, Union Corrugating has an immediate need for Class A CDL drivers in the Vicksburg area. Competitive pay, paid time off, 401k match, plus medical and dental benefits. Right Right now, there's there's a $5,000 sign-on bonus to all Class A CDL drivers that join our team. Call 1-888-661-0577 or visit Indeed.com. Union Corrugating, a leading manufacturer of metal roofing, an equal opportunity employer. The all-new Ace Bolt and Screw is open with new extended hours in Gluckstadt to serve you for not only all of your faster and power tool needs, but we can now take care of much more. Now open on weekends to be there for you when you need supplies for all your projects. From fertilizer to landscape timbers and pine straw to Spartan mosquito eradicators, we've got you covered. Ace Bolt and Screw of Gluckstadt, now open with extended and weekend hours. Come see us. Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I'm Steve Azar. We're back in a Mississippi Minute. Visit Mississippi.org is the place. You know I'm preaching it. I'm going to keep preaching it because I love this beautiful home of ours. And keep Mississippi beautiful is extremely important because that's what we got to do. I'm with Dr. Maroon Hayek. We were talking about a tough subject that we've all gone through, and I really wanted to sit with him and understand better um, what he's gone through as a physician and what he's learned through this past year. And um, we've been so proud of him. And I know my mother-in-law, when she found out that she she had it, she came racing down from Conway, Arkansas. And uh, and you were actually 
overseas, but you you guys took great care of her. So I appreciate that with the antibodies. So I want to understand all that, too, as well. I mean, this is like a moving target for me. But I, but I want you to continue the process of it, it, you here you are. You've been thrown into this thing. You're a cancer doctor and you've been and, and this is this is the hot topic now. And this is what you have to focus on with your day job. You got two jobs now. But also we are in a heavily. um I mean, I don't even know what the word is, but diabetes is very prevalent here with our citizens in this area. So you're talking about underlying conditions. So I want you to sort of think about that as you take us on this journey uh, that you were on. Sure. So, um, yeah, it is important to realize that actually COVID often, not always, but often is a disease of risk. And the biggest risk factor is being advanced in age so the older we are the more serious the disease is and the second most important risk factor is how heavy or how big we are and diabetes is a reflection of how big we are so once we attain a certain size called the body mass index that goes higher than 30 to 35 for sure the risk of dying from the disease become significantly higher. It is not to say that people with no risk factors are not going to get sick, but the majority is older than 65 and or are heavier, which means diabetes is a big deal, and we do live in an area that is endemic in diabetes. And so we have had a significantly higher number than the rest of the country in terms of percentages of our citizen because of this, um, because of our uh, lifestyle. We like good food. Delta mm-hmm. food is terrific, but rich, unfortunately right? it is a little too Greasy. rich for us. Right, right. Well, um, it, is, it, it is. is. And for a lot of folks, genetically, right, it's a, it's a genetic thing as well, but it's also something you can develop if you don't take care of yourself. So, But you're dealing with that underlying issue that sort of laying, always sort of festering, and in your mind you're seeing diabetics with covid you're seeing what a cancer patients getting COVID and having to deal with how are you going to, I mean, like there was a, it was coming at you from all different angles. It was actually, it was, it was my background as a cancer specialist that helped me tremendously in understanding the disease and progressing the treatments. We were very fortunate uh, because of what I told you, my previous connections. So when the pandemic hit, um, COVID is, is really two main diseases. It's a simple viral infection, which most people will get over. And that is the simple part. The second part is, in some, it will trigger a very severe um, inflammatory reaction. It's a form of a, a an overkill in repairing damage that happens. It mostly occurs in the lung. And that very severe inflammatory reaction is a reason why Uh, we pass away from COVID. And as a cancer doctor, inflammation is key process in cancer. So I started with a very good basic understanding of the issue. And I was fortunate to be in contact with doctors who were working on that pathway for COVID that kind of just triggered to us and help us establish a treatment plan that was quite successful. Um, just for the story, it started in Italy, actually. Uh, back then, they, were, they started using a group of Italian doctors whom I knew uh, peripherally, started using a class of drug, very, very unknown to most people, called the Jackstat inhibitors. We doctors like very long and complicated names. But mm, I like it. 
And uh, sounds they, like a rock and roll song. But well, go ahead. They started yeah. having quite a bit of success with it. That was back in February. Uh, very few success stories. Uh, my friend in uh, Northeast took it and used that drug, and kept telling me that they were seeing dramatic successes with it very quickly. And when it arrived here, I had uh, the fortunate event, the very fortunate event, to be directly involved in the care of two very good friends of mine. One was an intensivist and one was a cardiologist. Both got very sick very quickly. And I, uh, I convinced them to take the medicine based on what I knew of and the mechanism of action. And they both took the medicine. And fortunately, they both reverted from the brink of being intubated to being going home within seven days. Wow. It was a very small um, experience, but it was a very telling experience. And so we got together at the hospital, and at that time there was absolutely no plan of care to do for COVID. We instituted this medicine, which was the basis of our treatment along with many other drugs, and we certainly had a significant success that we started building on continuously mostly through the hard work of the hospital doctors, nurses, and staff, wow. and got us, got us ahead of it. Um, so we do have a mortality that is lower than average, quite a bit. Uh, we were fortunate to publish the experience, actually, and uh, we're trying to work on some more publications to show what we've done. Talk to Dr. Maroon Hayek. So the hospitals start to fill up, and it just gets to be, had to be a, a touch of, Chaotic or more than a touch? I mean, what was it like when things were really starting to happen there and COVID was starting to really spread? Um, yeah, it was it was chaotic at the first couple of weeks for sure. Um, but I'm proud to say we got our act together very quickly and we got as one group, we got unified, um, worked at it regularly. We rapidly realized that it was a very bad idea to expose. We are a very small medical staff. Um, that serves the county. So the first thing we realized is it made no sense for everybody to get exposed, understanding that we were going to be at risk. And so it was essentially a group of four doctors all the time that we took care of the inpatients. And we were very fortunate through using common sense and protective gear not to get sick. Um, um, a lot yeah. of our nurses also, I mean, we were... We did very well on that end of not having a lot of people getting sick. We unfortunately, we unfortunately did have two of our hospital staff that passed away, mm. um, which was too too many. But uh, fortunately, all the rest, uh, many of us got infected, but we didn't succumb to the disease. So it was chaotic the first two weeks, but we really got a very solid committee working uh, diligently on an ongoing basis. And we were able to control it. That's not to say we were not overwhelmed because it was only so few of us that were in the hospital and we were dedicated at the inpatient care. And so it was, it was a lot, a lot of hard work. It certainly felt at times, it certainly felt like the days of the Civil War when the Syrian army will start shelling us <laughs> and you will have bodies rolling into the ER, right and left, stretchers, mm. panic, fear, anything dark you can think of, it surely felt like that, especially mm. at the peak of the first wave, which was in Jul July and August. At times it felt that bad, it felt overwhelming, but we kept it together 
terrific administrator, terrific nurses, terrific hospital, working staff, doctors, and we pulled through it. But at times it was dark. Uh-huh. Uh, it sure was. I was thinking about you uh, often, obviously, and my a lot of my family members who are doctors. But you're, you were really put into well, you, all our health professionals. You know, they, you had to take precautions. You had to do things every different. You like had to wear all this. You know, I don't know how you can perform any procedure at all uh, with with all the the gear you had to look through and and have on your hands. And I mean, it was like you know, you had to, <laughs> it's pretty pretty amazing what our health professionals. So we're going to salute all you guys as always. Thank you for all you've done, including you, of course, Doctor Maroon Hike. But you are in the hot seat right now because we are the birthplace of American music. And into this break, we lighten things up a little bit. Uh, go to visit Mississippi.org. That will lighten your day up and, and just put lighten your heart up because you won't believe the incredible culture and history we have here. Check it out. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. We are the birthplace of American music. You get to play DJ. It's no more simple than that. And a lot of times I'll ask my 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 guests, I'll say, hey, uh, you know, pick between one or the other. And they'll say, yeah. And I'm going like, well, they're not listening to me. They don't know telling what they're doing. You only get to pick one. So I'm going to make it simple. You want it Elvis Presley or Jimmy Buffett? I'm a big fan of Elvis since I was a kid. No Margaritaville? We'll have a Margaritaville later. But Elvis, we'll, 100%. Well, I want to hear a little hound dog. That's for me. I'm Steve Azar with Dr. Maroon Hike. We'll be right back. Hey folks, it's Steve Azar. My friends at Guaranteed Bank are excited to introduce contactless debit cards. These contactless debit cards can make checking out quick and easy. The tap and go process is quicker than inserting a chip card and way faster than using cash. How do you get your new contactless card? Well, it'll automatically be mailed to you when your debit card expires or you can contact your local branch. Go to GBTOnline.com to find out more. Guaranteed Bank, member FDIC. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. Rogers Dab Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dab's fleet. Call the Rogers Dab's business elite fleet team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabs.com. Rogers Dab Chevrolet. Find new roads. 
144 Tactical Defense in Florence is your one-stop shop for AR-15s, parts, and accessories. They have a certified in-house Cerakote facility, and they offer a 100% lifetime warranty with on-site gunsmiths and master machinists ready to tackle any project you have. They're working day and night to keep up with the demand. Visit 144 Tactical and see the changes and get entered in a drawing for a free Guardian rifle of your choice. 144 Tactical Defense in Florence, where custom is our game. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. From Mother's Day to Graduation Day, let DNS Diamonds and Jewelry be a part of your celebrations. From pearl studs to diamond studs, every creation is specially priced during the month of May. From unique, one-of-a-kind creations for mom to traditional diamond pendants and earrings for the grad, each item DNS Diamonds offers has been meticulously selected for both its quality and value. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street in Floodwood, in front of J.C. Penney. The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th & Gold Sports Cafe. The wings, the chicken tenders and bites, fried or grilled, and the best specialty pizzas in the metro. Call 769-208-8283. That's 769-208-8283. 769-208-8283. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to Super Talk Mississippi News. Housing prices are at a 15-year high. Lumber prices are through the roof. Senator Joel Carter is also a real estate broker. There's no inventory out there, so the prices continue to soar. For years, the price of a thousand board feet of lumber has run somewhere between two and four hundred dollars. Now it's well above a thousand. Carter has experienced some shortages firsthand. Our friends have bought brand new trucks, and they've been sitting in the shop for three months because they can't get a simple part. There's nobody working. My dad um, is partners in a, in a in a resort, and they were short-staffed housekeeping. I went and helped them uh, make beds one Sunday. Investigators are still trying to figure out what caused a small plane to crash into a home in Hattiesburg Tuesday. Four people lost their lives in the tragic accident, including Gary Stanley of Hattiesburg and Louis Provenza, two-year-old Harper Provenza, and Anna Calhoun from Wichita Falls, Texas. I'm Kelly Bennett. The Mississippi Office of Homeland Security wants to remind you that public safety is everyone's responsibility. To help Mississippians take part in securing their communities, our office has created a C-Send app for smartphones that can send suspicious activity tips straight to the Mississippi Fusion Center. Download it for free from your app store today by searching C-Send. You can also report suspicious activity by phone to 888-4-SAFE-MS or 601-933-7200. Online reporting available at homelandsecurity.ms.gov. Hey, it's Richard Cross from Sports Talk Mississippi. Join us every day for the college football fix driven by Ford. Ford builds the SUVs and trucks of the future for everyone, like Explorer and Expedition. These SUVs are built to command the road. And the 2021 Ford F-150, smart, tough, and built to get the job done. Because the vehicles of the future aren't built for a few, they are built for America. Drive one at your local Mississippi Ford dealer today and don't miss the college football fix driven by Ford. 
The JT Show with Gerard Gibbert. Guiding you through the middle of your day with facts, fodder, and fine music. Weekdays at 10 on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Keeping you up to date with news, weather, and politics that affect you and your family. Super Talk Mississippi News. Your news all the time. On air and online. Super Talk Mississippi News at supertalk.fm. In a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I get the ball. I'm Steve Azar. Visit Mississippi.org. Oh, yeah. I'm doing it right now. Check it out. So many incredible things to do that are right here in your front, backyard, side yard, above you. And who knows? I don't know where else. But it's rooted in the soul. And it's why I am your music and culture ambassador. I get to preach it and scream it. And so bear with me and hang in there and trust me. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. I'm with Dr. Maroon Hayek uh, down here in the Delta with me. Uh, we spent a lot of evenings together getting to know each other. But I'm starting to understand a little bit better uh, what we've all gone through. But I still have some questions. And, and doctor, thank you, for, by the way, for coming over. Um, I appreciate it. And we'll probably do dinner after this. But so how did the knowledge of those anti-inflammatory approaches you acquired during the first wave? We'll go back to July and August. Help you guys tame or and that whole you kept hearing the word flatten the curve in the second wave. And then I know in December and January, uh, you seem to have a little bit more relaxed look on your face. And y'all were flattening the curve. It seemed to be ahead of the game. Yeah, it is. Um, so the hard work of the summer paid off just for your listeners, just to kind of lay the ground and explain a little bit. In Mississippi had two big COVID, uh, two big COVID waves. The first wave was in July and August, which is the one I referred to previously. And um, we were kind of hammered. So in a small community hospital, we were having about five up to seven new COVID admissions a day, which was very sick people. And, um, this was our first peak, and then it settled down uh, by the end of August, early September. The numbers went down quite a bit. And then the state had another wave, which happened in December and January. And that second wave in numbers of hospital admission was 40% higher than the one in July. So it was significantly bigger than the first wave we had. However, uh, we kind of as we were continuously adjusting our treatment, I mean, it was an ongoing, truly ongoing effort. We, like many other physicians, we were well aware of the benefit of what's called the monoclonal antibodies, uh, their potential benefit when they came out. And those got approved uh, in the first half, I think, of November. And we were kind of expecting those drugs to arrive. We were waiting for them. And so we signed up at the hospital. We were, I think, if not the first one of the first hospital in the state to deliver the monoclonal antibodies. And we started using those very early. What uh, very few people realize is the monoclonal antibodies are very powerful at stopping the progression of the disease, but they are not the uh, magic solution. They're certainly very powerful. We never had anything as good to use to treat people with, but they will not help everybody in the high-risk category. Well, we have found and we had started seeing that through our work with the anti-inflammatory drugs, it's that JAK-STAT inhibitor drugs, we started realizing in November and December that if we use them early on in the appropriate setting, you will have a significant success. So Dr. Cochran actually in the hospital, and it's, it's, 
really important that I mention his name because he was the one who did all of the work on that end. Kind of got us to a good understanding that when you use the antibody, a significant portion of patient will still go on to develop that severe inflammatory reaction in the lungs. Substantially less uh, because of the antibody, but still a significant number. And catching those patients very early on and treating them appropriately very early on before they need to be in the hospital was key. And by achieving by, by achieving this understanding and applying it at a community-based level, mm-hmm. all our primary care providers sign up very quickly on the regimen. Everybody was on board. They saw immediately how effective it was. We practically decimated the hospital admission numbers in uh, January and in December. Our, I'll, I'll give you numbers. So by statistically, we should have been at 60 to 65 inpatient admission of COVID in those months. If you compare the numbers to July and August, mm-hmm. we were at 10 to 12 hospital patients of which 10 come to the ER. So they never were exposed to that treatment. So the patients who were exposed to the treatment, the admission rate of them, and these were very sick people, uh, in excess of 500 people, the admission rate was 2.5%, of which they stayed in the hospital five days. Mm. None of those patients ended up in ICU. None of those patients expired. These are those that received the regimen as Dr. Cochran uh, had, mm. um, um, had developed uh, based on all the knowledge we acquired during the first phase. So we really now reached a level of comfort to where most people in the county and around us realize the need to come early, get treated effectively, and they will not get admitted to the hospital. Wow. Okay, so what about this antibody, and what about the, is it, what took so long for it to become, is it FDA approved, right? I mean, what takes, I'm asking a question, I should know the answer, but in this situation. Um, Actually, it is, technically, it's not FDA approved yet. It is released under what the FDA called an emergency utilization authorization. Mm -hmm. So it kind of released a drug that appears to be extremely promising, which the FDA very appropriately did so multiple times during the pandemic. Um, Those those antibodies have evolved. So like the first one that was released, very few people realized, the FDA kind of pulled it out of the market in the middle of March and substituted it with another one that is sort of similar to it. So it's an evolving target, Mm -hmm. but um, it was a lot of hard work from a lot of excellent scientists, and um, it's basically the magic bullet that destroys the virus. By and large, there are, I mean, as I told you, there's, it's much more complicated than just giving an infusion of an antibody, but it, it made a huge difference. You know, I've been looking for the magic wand, I always tell my ones I'm mentoring in the music business, and they just feel like I can just wave the wand and it all works out but this sounds like the closest thing and it doesn't work out in the music business so so it, and it, this is more important than than that so tell me what's going on with the study that i've been hearing about well it's not a, it's that really, was a result of all this right it's it's not a study as much as it is a publication of our experience um so we we first published our first experience with that drug called xelgens um none of us being academician we we really didn't know much in how to write a paper, and it was a steep learning curve, and it took me like two to three months to kind of figure it out. A lot of doctors, Dr. Mansour was extremely helpful at, mm-hmm. at writing it. Many other physicians, many other friends helped with it. So, But finally, it got accepted and published at the, it's called the preprint server from the Mayo Clinic, which uh, 
took it and it shows a very significant benefit compared to what is known as a standard of care where you use an anti-inflammatory drug called dexamethasone. Now people will honestly argue about it but in our hand it showed a dramatic uh, benefit. So we took that as I told you and we applied it. The second experience that I just mentioned to you which really flattened the curve, which truly made a significant difference in the care of COVID to where we I mean, I'm carefully using the word, we obliterated hospital admissions. This one, we're just in the process of finalizing writing it. We're going to submit it to the journals. It's a process that's going to take a few weeks. Hopefully, it will be accepted. And that's and the mayor. Will well, we haven't published. We haven't. We have not submitted this paper yet. The first one was at the mayor. Mm. How are you seeing cancer patients? It's not like cancer went away. No, unfortunately, it never went away. But it is a fact that most medicine came to a standstill in the first wave. So when we were hammered at the hospital, um, you remember back then, pretty much everything was shut down. And unfortunately, a lot of patients could not get appropriate care because simply they were, they couldn't get to the doctor's offices and it was closed. So for a moment in time, it felt like all the other diseases kind of stopped and um, appeared to to be lost. Just to, But to comment just a little bit about the rearview mirror uh, comment you just made, um, just for the story, back in June and May when we started using that first drug, it's called Xelgens to facitinib. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was remarkable how effective that thing was. Come July 1st, uh, the British published that dexamethasone was very effective in COVID, and it is for sure. And so we switched completely to it wanting to stay on what's most appropriate. In July and August, I could sense, and I kept asking our medical record people, I could sense that things were worse. I could see it, just like in the rearview mirror. But until I had the time to sit down, which was in the second half of August, pull all the data, look at the data very carefully, and then it was strikingly obvious. And when we switched the drugs, our mortality went up significantly. And that's what that first paper is about. So, it, yeah, unfortunately, it takes time to sit down and go over the data, and it's so important to do it. Um, and so now we got into the habit. Every month we sit down and we review our data to make sure that what we're doing is appropriate. Can I ask the hard question right now? I want to understand why if something's working, who's not listening? I mean, like, I mean, I mean, I, I don't understand that, especially with something that we were all the world was searching for any sort of bright light. Um, I think a lot of people are listening. It's much more complicated when you're doing something and you believe in it and it's working in your hands and you acquire a, a significant amount of expertise working with it. It is not as easy for somebody else to come in and duplicate it, especially when the drugs are not known. When you read the pamphlets, you're terrified of side effects that 99% of them do not occur. It's more complicated than that. I'm sure a lot of people have figured out ways to deal with it that they're comfortable with and they're getting good successes. So that's part of it. The second part of it is a regimen we use here is significantly expensive. It's not cheap drugs at all. Um, The hospital administration has been very supportive in making sure that the federal funds go to the care of the patients in the hospital. What I'm talking about is very expensive stuff. It's not cheap. I mean, I'm sure there are other ways to do it that are working for others, and that's probably part of it. Man, so much you've gone through, and your team, and your friends, your allies. It's just amazing. I'm Steve Azar, Dr. Maroon Hyatt. Visit Mississippi.org. It's amazing as well. Check it out, please. You're in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. We'll be right back.
Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. By now, you've heard about the Diamond Expo at Juniker Jewelry this weekend. But there's more. Much more. I'm John. And I'm Corey Ravenstein. Fire Cushion Diamonds have already arrived directly from New York. These incredible, patented Fire Cushion Diamonds are the most brilliant, most gorgeous cushion-shaped diamonds in the world. And Junikers is proud to be Mississippi's exclusive dealer. Half-carat Fire Cushion Diamonds starting at less than $1,000. Three-quarter carats for just $2,000. And one-carat Fire Cushion starting at just $4,000. Plus, qualified buyers get up to 12 months financing, interest-free. Millions in diamonds directly from our cutters and the incredible fire cushion diamonds all at the jennifer's diamond expo save hundreds even thousands three days only thursday friday and saturday may 6th 7th and 8th we'll see you there juniker jewelry mississippi's direct diamond importer 1485 highland colony parkway just south of 463 in madison and junikerjewelry.com Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to save more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. You already know that Madison Cellars is Madison's favorite place to buy wine and spirits since 1988. On Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center, Madison Cellars has a hometown feel with a big city selection. Do you have a question about which wine to serve with a certain dish? Call 601-856-0931 and let their knowledgeable staff help you find the perfect match. Find out more at madisoncellars.net or stop by today. Madison Cellars on Highway 51 in the Madison Station Shopping Center. At Fillmore Buick GMC, we strive to make buying your next vehicle easy and take care of you long after you drive off the lot. That means upfront and honest pricing, doing everything we can to make the time you spend in the dealership as short or as long as you need. It means we understand that purchasing a vehicle is more than just a transaction for you. We want you to enjoy the experience as much as we appreciate your business. Find your next Buick GMC or pre-owned vehicle at FillmoreBuickGMC.com. Fillmore Buick GMC. You drive everything we do. The Great American Cleanup has begun. It's the state's largest effort to prevent litter and beautify communities. Keep Mississippi Beautiful is working to expand our wildflower plantings across our state and to make Mississippi more beautiful. We encourage you to volunteer with us this year. And remember, cover and tarp your load and keep litter in its proper place. Learn more at keepmsbeautiful.com. Hello, I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi. I'm proud to be a catfish farmer. And being selected as Mississippi's Catfish Farmer of the Year means a lot to me. I pride myself in raising healthy fish for you to enjoy. And they were raised right here in America. So please make sure you and your family are receiving the best U.S. farm-raised catfish. This message is brought to you by the Catfish Institute. For more information, visit uscatfish.com. 
Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar, right here on Super Talk Mississippi. I am Steve Azar here in the Keep Mississippi Beautiful studio. Visit Mississippi.org. Once again, please check it out. So Dr. Moon Hike is my guest, and now we are at the point of the interview where Mississippi Minute races by Let's Talk Vaccine. Um, the world was chasing it, and then all of a sudden we have Pfizer and we have uh, Moderna show up first on the scene, and then we have Johnson & Johnson, which sort of went away for a minute as a one-shot, right? Is that the one? So did it show up about when you expected it? I expected it because the whole world was chasing it. And uh, thankfully, everything I was mentioning about the treatments and the efficacy of those long-term drugs and expensive drugs, thankfully, uh, most of it, if not all of it, is going to become very quickly medical history. The vaccine is really the key to our uh, to our exit from this pandemic. Uh, we could sense and see as more of us were getting vaccinated, the numbers are going down and down and down. So un, it is undisputable mm-hmm. that those vaccines have saved us uh, beyond what anybody could imagine. Um, it was it was certainly a very good uh, policy for the previous and the current administration to push for those vaccines mm-hmm. as hard as they have. Um, and getting vaccinated is key right now, for sure. Which vaccine? Um, Moderna and Pfizer are certainly available for us. Um, they have a significant safety track record uh, beyond what one reasonably could expect for any possible uh, vaccine. So I would encourage your listeners without mm. any hesitation to seek them and get them and move on um, so we can get back to normal. I got fever a little bit. But chills, like crazy chills. The truth was, it wasn't awful, but it was very uncomforting both times. Gwen, she got nothing, nothing. So, and so you're hearing some people, oh, the second shot's going to get you. I mean, why is that? For, I can tell you from from my experience and from our experience at the hospital, the significant number of people will will feel symptoms with the second shot, and that is a good thing. You know, it scares me when someone like Gwen says, I didn't get anything after the second shot. Hmm. When you don't feel anything, that kind of makes you wonder if your immune system really reacted to it or not. It does for most people, but it is not a bad thing to have the reaction. That just is a biological signature that your body is mounting a response to the virus that will protect you when you need to. Mm -hmm. So it it is really not a bad thing at all. It is just a sign that your immune system is healthy and is responding appropriately to the vaccine. Uh, When I took mine, I mean, I knew what to expect. So I, I, I really took some Advil. Now, some website tells you not mm-hmm. to do that. I don't subscribe to that. I took some Advil the day of the second shot, and I felt minimum muscle pain. That's because you had to go to work. You had to suck it up. Well, I, mean, I took it on a Friday just anticipating uh, that I may get sick. I've seen you work on for Saturday, so I don't know what you're talking about. Maybe you had the weekend off. But, but yeah, well, so we'll go back in six months and do one shot, and then it'll be a yearly thing for what, like, we become the flu thing, or what, what do we got? You know, at the risk of sounding politically incorrect, I don't subscribe to all this uh, every three months and after your infection and all of this. From what we know right now, natural immunity is a very powerful thing. Uh, we know that up to a year, it is extremely, extremely, extremely unlikely to get uh, sick again. I don't want to go up on the radio and tell people get vaccinated right and left. 
talk to your doctor, decide what you want to do and what you feel is best. As of now, the data shows that the vast majority of people who are vaccinated are maintaining healthy immune um, levels that will protect them from the virus. What will happen in a year or what will happen in two years is truly unknown at this time. And there's a reason for everybody to stay very alert mm -hmm. about the progression of the science and keep up with it. Well, I travel a lot and I'm traveling again in the morning. Uh, you know, we're hitting the road again. We were gone a week. Uh, and if I'm not traveling, if I if I spend four or five years not traveling, things would really get sideways. I'd, I'd move the house into the pond out there. And then, you know, so it's been a great time to reset. And I call it the great reset. It's the truth of just change. Just thinking about your personal life, your family, uh, people you're working with, just making sure that you continue to develop the relationships that are good for you. You know what I mean? And then run like all get out for the ones that aren't. And that and that's given me the time to really think about that. It's been a blessing in that regard. I always look for a silver lining. I always write that way. So uh, the silver lining is that you and I get to go uh, say goodbye together. I appreciate you, Dr. Maroon Hike. And all the professionals that work with you that spend the time. Our nurses, I mean, everybody in the health profession, all of you guys that are listening right now, man, that is an understatement what you've gone through, especially with sitting with you. And you're always the most calm man I've ever met, like my brother Freddie. I never know there's a storm, and I know you went through it, and I know you kept it to yourself. So all you guys, thank you so much. Visit Mississippi.org is your next destination, and Keep Mississippi Beautiful Studio is where we're from. I'm Steve Azar. What you got, Maroon? Just one last thing I want to say. Yeah. Uh, just a very big thank you and a very big shout-out for everybody in healthcare. A, mm -hmm. a lot of people have made this happen. They are often unmentioned and unforgotten from the hospital staff, Everybody, the laboratory technicians, the, radio, the radiology technicians, the nurses that are the most awesome people on this planet, for all the risks they took on themselves and mm. being exposed, they can never be th thanked enough. We, the doctor, kind of are the one who carries the message out, but they are the unseen fighters. So from, from the bottom of my heart, thank you to all of them for all the hard work that they have done and that they continue to do. Without them, it would be impossible to do what It's actually incredible. It's incredible, and it's heroic, and you guys are my rock stars. We'll see you later. This has been a Mississippi Minute with Steve Azar. Later. I'm Steve Azar. In a Mississippi Minute, all 60 of them, where you can take your sweet time. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.